everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. It's a show. <laughs> this is episode number 432, and I, for one, am glad that you're here. Joining me this week, we have Kyle. We don't have any special guests because it's just intimate time for me and Kyle this week. We've, Am I we've, not special enough for no, you? No, I'm just saying we've we've had this long-term relationship <laughs> all these years. Yeah. Sometimes we spice it up by bringing new partners into it. But this week, it's just, you know, loving and cuddling. You know, that's what it is. Fine saying that. That's great. Anyway, what's been going on with you for the past week? Anything uh anything that hasn't been said on the live on the live streams that hasn't been said because we know you're selling shit for your mom because she's moving and trying to trying to trying to yeah if anybody needs like a desk and a couch and a you know kyle at utahoutcast.com i got a ton of that stuff i've got like a week to sell get rid of this shit (laughs) because i don't know what we're gonna do with it if if we can't get rid of it take it to savers man and they don't, they don't want. They don't want it. What? Really? Like they're like so full of furniture. Oh. They don't want any more. Like, I'm gonna need a new TV stand here. Please. <laughs> <laughs> like I got a fucking awesome desk, man. Maybe you want it. Mm. And I'll show it to you like after the show. Yeah. Give me some pictures. <laughs> Actually, kind of a fucking awesome desk. If I had space for it, I'd take it. But I don't have space for it. Oh, yeah, wow. I bought my mom a. Not my mom. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going to finish that sentence because <laughs> nothing I say after that's going to make that any better. So moving on. <laughs> I thought mom because you were talking about mom for a second. <laughs> but there's no way to, to there's no way to bring that back around to anything. So uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, there's there's like I would I would I would love I would love if 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 I if 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 my mom would like let let me sell more stuff. Have you tried Habitat for <sighs> Humanities? Lorcan says out there. Because they have that re... What is it? The Habitat for Humanity re, restore? restore? Yeah. I don't know if they're interested in furniture. But I... That's, that's something it's to look for. good place to check. It's something to look for. But really what we're... Or what we're like really, really looking for is just someone who will come and take it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to transport stuff. Yeah. That we don't have to. Because that's, like, we're already moving an entire fucking house. Yeah. Worth of shit. We, we don't want to move things we don't have to. <sighs> There's that. Um, I, I've finally gotten myself mentally back to where I need to be to actually start writing again. Oh, good. Which is, which is. Good thing November's really? halfway over. Really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't even realize that, that was this, this that end was... of this year has snuck up on me so fucking hard. Uh, I can't believe uh, we're halfway through this fucking month already. Right. right. <laughs> what's what's fant- barreling into Christmas? What's fantastic? What's just absolutely fantastic is this like the day. The day I I like got over that that hill. Yeah. Or I could actually sit down and go, oh, no, I can fucking think. Oh, I've got time. Okay, I can, I can, I can actually do this. I can actually do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I managed to, to make progress and get everything working. The next day, fucking mom sells in her house and buys a new one. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, now I need to start moving. Fuck! 
I had time. I had time. <laughs> I had time. I had no time this week. As people might know from the uh, the last episode that I put out there, I put out just the, the bottle episode where we talked about Tim Ballard and stuff. <sighs> that live stream I re-released for everybody. <sighs> Um, I had to travel for business and <laughs> anyone that knows me knows that I love traveling. <laughs> I love airports and air travel. I love the bullshit of hotels uh-huh, and the, uh-huh. the having to hang out with these people. And God damn it. Some of these people, when we were having, we were having big briefings this mm-hmm, week. So like mm-hmm, I had to actually mm-hmm, stand mm-hmm, in front of mm-hmm. the auditorium of people and brief a slide. Mm hmm. And some somebody was like, "Oh, you seem like you're you're really good at doing that, or, is, or what? <laughs> like you're really good at briefing. You're you know, you're not afraid of talking to the to people in the audience. You were making eye contact with everybody. You were like actually bringing up people's stuff, talking about it, assuring them, and then mm-hmm. like going on to the next things you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah, I I did I did not I do I did podcasts for years and years and years. So I know how to present information when it's put up in front of me. Even if there's nothing there, I know how to stretch it out for a long time. I know how to get people to talk more about things that they might not want to talk about, you know? Right. I know. I know what it means when somebody says, I need you to vamp for about 15 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I I did podcasts. I don't do podcasts because... (laughs) Because anytime you say, I do podcasting. Ooh, what's your show? Yes, exactly. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> you wouldn't like it. it, 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 it because then I would say that and they would go, oh, you should try me sometime. I think I think I would like your show, especially since you're the one running it. And be like, I say the fuck word nope. a lot, man. <laughs> I I talk about my dick every once in a while. You don't need to hear that as a coworker. Right, you know? right, right. I'm pretty sure I talk about it every episode. Like it's some, it's, I'm I'm pretty sure somewhere out there, somewhere out there there is a there's somebody who's kept track of how many Right. Yeah, so like specifically much? like this comment I'm going to make right now where like mm-hmm. I'm old enough now where where my pee hole has split shot every once in a while. <laughs> Just sit down every day. That's it. Every time. You, I have reached the stage in life. Normal streams, but also a dribble. I'm like, how is that possible? Right. I have reached the stage where sitting exactly. down to pee is not just like, you know, a nice change of pace. It's a necessity. <laughs> and, and also, if you're standing up to pee, you're just splattering that shit all like over it does the room, it, like, Yeah, it's just, um, you don't know. You, you really don't know where it's going to go. It just... So yeah, I had the I had to travel, but I had to travel for <laughs> two days. Like it was travel day, we had food, went to bed, and then it was next morning briefing mm-hmm. and all that shit. Then travel day the next day. Yep. A complete waste of time, uh, money, yep, effort, and mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, because I wasn't the unlucky asshole from Alabama that had to fly out to both Utah for for two days and then fly out to Pennsylvania for two days and then travel back home to Alabama by themselves. Uh, That poor guy. (laughs) And of course, they they refuse to let anybody make their own travel plans. So it's not like you could go, you know what, I'm going to leave a day early. Just so I get there. You know what the real fucked up thing is? Like my counterpart on the day shift side of things. Mm-hmm. Like after we got to Pennsylvania, where he's from, mm-hmm. he was sick. <laughs> 
for the rest of the week. <laughs> and I said, motherfucker, that's an option? That's an option. <laughs> to, to the fucking department oh. head, or like the very head of the organization, I'm like, of course. That's an option? Of I didn't course. realize that. And they're like, no, 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 don't look at it that way. I'm like, yeah, of course yeah, of it's course that it fucking is. Way. Are you kidding? You don't have visiting dignitaries and be like, I'm sick. <laughs> nobody, nobody actually calls in sick when they're sick. They just don't show up and their wife texts or something like that. <laughs> like if you're actually sick enough to not like show up. Well, at first, then, it was, then, at first it was, a, it was a motherfucker because he was like, I'm sick and I'm going to get COVID tested right now. And I'm like, motherfucker. We've just sat on an airplane with this guy in close comp, like area with this dude for like, a nine-hour travel day. And I'm like, and we're here now oh. at work, and we're going to be sitting around everybody else at work. Oh. So it was negative, thank goodness. I mean, of but course it was, because... Because he's not really because sick. Because he's not really sick. <laughs> of course it was. What an asshole. <laughs> That's another reason I can't have these people listening to it, because they know exactly <laughs> who I would be talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about you, asshole. Yeah, Steve. Fuck you, Steve. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Who's Steve? And we've got like nine mics on our team too, which is funny as hell. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> I love I love Oh, there there is a mic that is the butt of every fucking joke the entire time. I I I love I love our workplace because of how many people have the same boring ass fucking names. Yeah. It's a bunch of mics, a bunch of Chris's, a bunch of Steve's, a bunch of uh, to the point where, yeah, you can you can walk into a room full of people. Bob's too, yeah. Walk into a room full of people like, fuck you, Bob. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> and they don't know exactly who you're talking about. But each one of them feels it because they know like, they did you wrong at some point. Like, it's a, like, <laughs> like oh, fuck. So, yeah, traveling to Pennsylvania sucks, man. You yeah. know, and I had to do it like only like two months ago for a retirement party. <laughs> I can't I can't believe you had so that's to do that. Three times this year I've had to go, and uh -huh. the boss is like, Yeah, we're going to be doing more of this. And I'm like, <laughs> At least have me out for a week so I can like get some sort of semblance of normal for it's a day or two, even, you know? Like, it's not, it's not even, it's at, not, least, at least give me a time to like come and sit on shift with my people that work there. You it's know? not even like you're going somewhere cool. No, I'm going to fucking butt crack. Pennsylvania to to it was, it's in fucking Harrisburg guys yeah. it's like there's there nothing is there nothing. there's 3 mile island that's it there is yeah there's there's nothing there you're not even close enough to anything i could go to gettysburg but i don't want to there is nothing there's nothing there it's a fucking field man <laughs> gettysburg going to gettysburg is great if you want to torture your kids <laughs> like that's like that's one of those like let's go see a historical landmark it's a fucking field, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We could go down to the Flight 93 fucking place. That's not too far away. It's a fucking field. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, where I went, it was just like no when fun I at dragged all. my kids through Valley Forge. It, it's, it's, it's a plot of land. It's, <laughs> it's pretty. It sure is pretty. <laughs> There's some, some things there, and it's neat. And granted, I only dragged them through because we had a day to kill. <laughs> so the uh, the uh, the area that we visited, like 
we always have to catch connecting flights because mm-hmm. there's no direct flights to the shitty tiny little airport in Harrisburg. It's, <laughs> it is fucking <Yeah>. teensy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are mm-hmm. only like two lanes of TSA to get through this place. There's not much there at all. <laughs> and so I've told the boss, like, next time we go out, mm-hmm. let's just fly to BWI, Baltimore Airport, mm-hmm. because you can get direct flights no matter what your carrier is just to that spot from Utah. You know, yeah. let's do it that way. And they're like, I don't know. You got to like drive from there for like an hour and a half. That's and I'm like, it's better than being on a fucking airplane. <laughs> because you could stop and stretch your legs if you need to. You can you can get up and piss in the bushes if you have to. You, you can stop well, at a and, gas station. You well, know. well, that and... And you see shit along the way. Well, <laughs> what's, between, what's between Baltimore and Harrisburg is a lot of, a lot of shit. Yeah, you've got Hershey. Hershey Park you can go by. Fuck. Know. Fuck that place. <laughs> I mean, it's neat. It's neat and all. It's neat and all because you don't see too many of those factory towns anymore. But also, Baltimore's fucking baller, dude. I've been to Fuck Baltimore yeah. before. That's a cool town, man. Fuck yeah, it is. Bal- and anybody that's like, oh, it's a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> Parts just like every city, man. <laughs> it's not. It, it, it's like every good city is a shithole. Yeah. Except Philadelphia. Philadelphia is just a shithole. <laughs> Fuck that place. Yeah, we haven't gone that far. What, Philadelphia's west, isn't it? I think, or is it? No, Pittsburgh's west. It's, yeah. I don't know. I fucking mix them up all the time. Pennsylvania's a big fucking state, man. I didn't realize yeah. how big it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It's like uh, from one side to the other. It's wide. Like yeah. nine-hour drive. You were to drive across the entire state about nine and a half hours but also the roads suck balls too <laughs> uh, they're not that bad i mean we're looking at it you know as utahns as utahns yeah <laughs> because like fucking craters of the moon on half our roads here yeah theirs are just wavy a little bit bouncy so the the only other uh the big thing that happened to me this week is that i found out that uh Russell Ballard died. Good. Good riddance. Fuck that guy. Mm -hmm. The one that says that, like, women, you should try putting on a little more lipstick. (laughs) And I love that so many memes came out about that. He's like, oh, he's a a corpse now. He should put on a little lipstick. And I'm like, Uh boom, got him. (laughs) Yeah. I just. It's convenient how he died right before. Like, like the best news, the PR department at the, at the, the Elias church, the, Mor- the Mormons could, could have bullet dodged on that one. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. There's like so many press releases that we don't have to issue anymore. And just like, we don't even have to address this stuff now. You still and probably, then, you still probably should, but you're just they're not, not going to they're gonna not going to because no. OUR has come out and said, We've never gotten lists of fucking high donation people. Shut up. Yes, you did. That's how you fucking remain relevant as many years as you've mm-hmm. been around, dude. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But <sighs> but that's how that's how everybody that's how everybody operates here. Uh through through uh unofficial official channels. Yeah, as soon as the boss isn't looking, you just get quiet about things. It's not it's not even so much it's not even so much as soon as the boss isn't looking. 
It's just the whole plausible deniability. Everybody goes, I didn't see anything. <laughs> Lorcan out there in chess says, one thing the LDS church is good at is throwing the old folks under the bus. Yeah, especially after they die. Yeah. Just it was all him. That like, guy did it all. Toss <laughs> the fucking corpse under there. They can't defend themselves. Yeah, they can get run over pretty easily, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> good. Good. I say that about, like, anybody that I look at with reverence, though, <laughs> as well. You know? I don't look at anybody with reverence. No, no I'm just saying, like, wait, even when, like, uh, um, uh, Christopher Reeves died, died, I'm like, good. I mean, because he's not suffering anymore. Yeah, good, because, <laughs> you know, his life kind of sucks. And he can't eat uh, stem cells from fetuses anymore. You know? Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's a fucking dumb South Park reference. That's that's a long time ago. I just I felt bad for him because he, you know. That sucked, man. <laughs> well, he couldn't suck dick, so. <laughs> like, if you, if you hit a point in, in your life where you just. Where you can't perform anymore. <laughs> there you go. When you can no longer suck a dick, that's when it's time to call See, it quits. Did podcasting, yeah. not do podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's my that's my line in the sand. Oh, they also thought it was funny because we had this big meeting in front of everybody, like all the chiefs and everything, and I come wearing shorts. <laughs> and I had a polo on, and they're uh -huh. like, what, are you hot? And I'm like, yeah, it's like 60 degrees outside. Aren't you guys hot too? And they're like, no, it's actually pretty chilly. You guys, I know it snows here. I know it does. <laughs> and I came out of the, out of the, con another conference room, us going to lunch and I had a beanie on and I had my shorts on mm -hmm. cargo shorts, you know, cause yeah. fucking who, who gives a shit? It's cargo shorts and a, and a polo. I was business casual. I just had some ankles showing. I thought it was the funniest thing. Cause I had a beanie on. Why? I'm like, is that not a thing out here? And they're like, no, I've never seen somebody do that before. I'm like, I felt like it was the weirdest, like, fish out of water thing for them. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, this is like teenage standard in Utah and Idaho, right? Like, this is just everybody does this. Like, the only part of you that's cold are your ears. <laughs> in your head. Yeah. Because you don't have Because I don't have hair. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Laugh at me. That's weird. <laughs> You guys are fucking funny, man. Uh, <laughs> He's wearing shorts. <laughs> I'm still your boss. Fuck you. <laughs> I will wear shorts every day unless somebody says, hey. You can't wear shorts. You know, like it's a, hey, <clears throat> just so you know, people are visiting the workplace tomorrow. Yeah. Like, okay, that's that's code for dress nicer. That's code for if I wear shorts, somebody's going to talk to me. I don't want people to talk to me. <laughs> so fine, fine. And if I'm, you know, well, the thing is, going, like, if I'm if I'm going to the theater, that's I, it. I told the chief. I told the fucking chief that like after <laughs> after on Tuesday, he was I, I came dressed in the nines, fully fucking business dressed up and everything. I wasn't on camera for one second at all because mm -hmm. it was the same briefing, just a different site mm -hmm. and wasn't on camera. So I said, you know what? Thursday, I'm traveling light. I'm not bringing all my fucking dress shoes and slacks and shit like that. I'm bringing cargo shorts. Yeah. And I'll, I'll wear a polo, you know, so it looks nice. But there's no point in me dressing up for this shit. And he's like, that's fine. 
So I can't wait for next week to get like a memo. Because <laughs> somebody out there probably got offended by this guy wearing cargo shorts. Right. Bitch, come on. Because they don't feel comfortable. That All those things, all those things happen because. It's old people, man. Well, it's, <laughs> it's somebody who wishes they could, but cannot make themselves feel comfortable doing it. It just doesn't look professional. I don't fuck your what the fuck does looks have to do with <laughs> professionalism uh, absolutely nothing because every single every single fucker that i've ever encountered that is the most unprofessional person ever has dressed professionally and every single person i've ever encountered that does not dress professionally has been some of the most professional like they're outliers of course i i know plenty of people who are extremely unprofessional you got to remember, these are the old buttholes that show up like for casual lunches or something like that with their T-shirt <sighs> tucked into their fucking jeans that have been pressed. Fuck you, person. You're oh, and they have God. the they have the phone holster on their belt. That's the kind of people we're talking about, man. <laughs> we work with a bunch of boomers, man. Like the like the smart the smart kid I was telling you about that's on my team that makes a lot more money than I do. Mm-hmm. He shows up like in front of very high ranking people, mm-hmm. which our highest ranking person in the organization shows up regularly wearing t shirts and a blazer. Yeah, and the blazer is not necessary all the time, mm-hmm. so she shows up just wearing t shirts and shit. Yeah, and they got mad at him for wearing a hooded sweatshirt. He's he's like. Dude, I have seen you wear t-shirts to every other fucking thing, and now you're going to get after me for this? He, he's Mormon, so he didn't say. He's, he wanted mm-hmm. to be like, well, fuck right. you, man. <laughs> you're going to tell me wearing a hood is, unprof- is, is unprofessional? How much money have I made for you? <laughs> How much business have I brought your way? How many asses and jobs have I saved? You know, I, I get it, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I may not be the most professional guy out there, but guess who's loyal to me? My fucking team members. And I'm not going to go out there, not going to go out there and say shit like we're all part of a family here. Because I heard, no, I heard that. Chat this not. Week. I heard that. He's like, you know, we're all cool, guys. We're all family here. And I'm like. I didn't say it out loud because it was another manager and I didn't want to be that guy, but. I wanted to get up after him and be like, just so we're all clear, just I'm not your family. You, you guys have families and you want to get back to them. And I understand that mm-hmm. today uh, we're here. We're working together. We're comrades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Can the, you probably shouldn't use terms like that? Though. The, the, the best, the best way. And the best way to test that or push back against that. When somebody says that we're all family. Here, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Just throw out there. Ooh. So I'm moving. You're going to help, right? <laughs> Look, I get it. We, we all spend a lot of time with each other. We all that's work. Because that's what you do. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you like your family or not. If a member of your family is moving. You're moving. You're moving them. You're, you're helping. Yeah. That's, that's, what you, that's what you do. So, yeah, I hate that talk. <laughs> I hate it when people talk like that. It's well, like, we're all family here. So... If I'm broke down on the side of the road and I call you, you're, you're going to come help. You're going to come. You're going to pick me up. If I call you to bail me out at 2 a.m. 
You're going to, right? No questions. No questions asked. You will put up collateral. <laughs> you know? That, that's family. That is what family will do for each other. Just because I spend a lot of time with you folks uh-uh. doesn't mean we're family, man. And, and I, I hate the fact that capitalism has made it so people <laughs> think that that kind of tight knit no. bond where you, you work with each other, mm-hmm. you know about each other's lives, that, make, that somehow that makes you some sort of a family. Yeah. It now, fucking doesn't. If, if that was all I had in my life, I can understand. I have, I have, I have people, I have coworkers I've worked with for like 12 years. I know things about their personal lives. They know things about my personal lives. We have, we have had lots of talks. We have, we have talked and shared. I consider them good friends. Yeah. I do not think of them as family. Yeah. Because if, if they were, if all these people were family, <laughs> I could say I do a podcast. Not I did yeah. a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And and I you could say you probably wouldn't like it. And they wouldn't ask anything. And they that. would not question that. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, I fucking hate traveling, man. <laughs> you should. Airports suck balls. There's they just, do. there's no like I've lost weight, but airplane seats are uncomfortable for literally everybody that uh-huh. sits in them, man. Right. There's no, there's no middle ground here. You mm-hmm. know, the only people that get into an airplane seat and think, wow, this is roomy are little kids. <laughs> I'm just, just, just fucking give a, give it up and, and make the, make the, the standing room section of the plane. Just the, the back half of the plane. Just make it, the, make it standing room. Just, just give us the little like loops for the bus and, and fucking call it good good luck just say good luck everybody hold on yeah after one of the landings i experienced this week that would not be a thing I would want. you've ever been in a landing hard enough that the plane bounces yep because that's what happened to me on one of my legs yep. and uh you could thank goodness everybody had their seatbelts on otherwise i would see somebody hitting the fucking roof because it was that hard of a hit mm-hmm. like the like everybody experienced zero g for a second yeah oh that's the best i love that is because there's like that 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 rush of adrenaline after you're like oh my god i almost died. i almost died <laughs> I almost died oh my god okay i'm awake it's seven o'clock in the morning i'm fucking wide awake now as I'm in Detroit, uh-huh. and I can't do anything. Yeah, it's just—it's awesome. Almost died. You want to turn to the person sitting next to you, like you know, we almost died. We should have sex right now. Like, just say you want to, like, real quick, real quick, handy, like this. Reach over, just before we <laughs> Let get me do to that the game. Like, like, come on, we've just—we gotta release somehow, and we're stuck here. Like, I don't know why everybody on the plane isn't doing that. Like, it, it should just be common courtesy. And on the, the way back, we had we had a flight that was, they were in the back part of the plane right next to me, which mm-hmm. is obviously the loudest part of the plane. It always is. Oh, fuck the back, yeah. Um, They decided to have a conversation with each other across the aisle. And they were old, so they already couldn't hear very well. Oh, you don't do that. They were oh. so goddamn loud, man. It's like six thirty in the fucking morning Eastern time, and like these people are like, Mm-mm. "I 
tell you I done look at it. Like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, man. The, no. If I can hear you over my noise canceling shit, it is too loud. Look, <laughs> the courtesy. What do you call the Mile High Club when you're on the tarmac? Waiting for the end of the joke there, Lorcan. Why don't you go ahead and tell us that one? <laughs> I don't know. It's the 20 feet high. I don't know how fucking tall planes are off the ground. Six feet? It'd been, it felt like the 200 mile per hour club is what it felt like. Shit, that thing was fucking barreling down the runway. <laughs> it's the landing strip. Ah, there you go. <laughs> We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. (laughs) Hey, Jenny, hey, Wayne. I don't even like wine, but guess what? You're going to like it. I need some cheese. Steve, what kind of wine is that you're drinking? I can't see, hun. Sweet berry wine! <laughs> I'm supposed to spit it out. But no way, Jose, am I spitting this stuff out? It tastes like fruit. <laughs> wine was invented by the Romans for orgies. And orgies are not too much fun if no one wants to do with you. All right, guys, we got some epi- we got some stuff to talk about, not some episodes. Yeah, let's too. start the show. Let's start the show here because uh, it's about Pennsylvania. And I felt like I should just talk about this one because uh, the school district there in Pennsylvania, you might remember we did this story. Uh, I'm not sure how many months or years ago that we did this one because time just fucking falls flat for me these days uh it's about the uh the after skit after satan after school satan club that was out there mm-hmm. that got the okay mm-hmm. to start doing their program mm-hmm. and then some people called in and started making terroristic threats against like if you better not have this club because we're gonna do some uh yeah do some terror against yeah. you guys yeah they did yeah they did so they had their day in court <clears throat> and that's what we're gonna talk about this oh, time good. so uh, this come oh six months after a federal judge ruled that the district was in the wrong. So the settlement requires mm-hmm. the district to give the Satanists the same access to the buildings as any other group, prohibits district officials from retaliating against the glo- uh, club based on their beliefs, mm-hmm. and is going to force them to pay the Satanists two hundred thousand dollars in legal fees. Nice. <clears throat> so the district only has to pay one dollar of it. And then the insurance takes care of the rest. Of course. Which is just, hey, you, you just lost money for your city, you know, because that's not mm-hmm. paying into insurance isn't cheap, but it's also going to raise those rates, you know. Yeah. So in case you need a refresher, back in February, the After School Satan Club announced that it would soon be holding meetings in Saucon Valley Middle School. And that should have been fine since the ASS clubs do not promote Satan, Satanic beliefs, Satanism, or anything like it. Mm-hmm. Because if I was family with those people at work, I could tell them about my Satanism, and it wouldn't be a big deal. You could share the good news with them. I could share the seven tenets with them and be like, tell me what you object about in these. Have you heard the good news? Have you heard the good news? That you don't have to burn in hell for eternity, because guess what? It probably doesn't exist. Almost, almost more than likely doesn't exist. Because mm-hmm. tell me, what kind, of, what kind of God creates the villain... And then threat, and then unleashes him against his people that he supposedly loves. Yeah, 
It doesn't make much sense, guys. No. So, <clears throat> the Satanic Temple, which sponsors these groups, doesn't even believe in a literal Satan. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We just, it's a scare word for people. You just bring up the word Satanic Temple, and they're like, <gasps> do you guys do, do rites and, you know, do you sacrifice kids? Yes. That's the right answer. <laughs> really? No, you fucking idiot. Are you kidding me? I pay my taxes. I'm I'm a good upstanding citizen who works for a very large part of the company, mm-hmm. you know. I can't say what it is. Um it says here that these groups aren't interested in doctrin in indoctrinating children unlike the good news club that exists yeah. in these schools, you know. There's that good news again. Mm-hmm. Rather the satanists focus on the free inquiry and rationalism, the scientific basis for which we know what and we know about the world around us. It's like a science club with a devilish twist. Kind of. Like, in name only kind of thing. Yep. Science projects, <laughs> community service projects, puzzles and games, nature activities, arts and crafts, and snacks. Is what the club said on their flyer. Not snacks, no. No, how dare oh, no. you? Those gushers. What are sat- the snacks? Satanic gushers. What are the snacks? <laughs> we give them devil sticks. It says here, the Satanic Temple is a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a literary figure representing a metaphorical construct of the rejecting of tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. After School Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Instead, the Satanic Temple supports children thinking for themselves. How dare they? How dare we empower children to have their own thoughts and beliefs in this world? don't you know, kids are just... they're. They're not, they're too, uh, they can't, they can't think, so they they can't think for themselves because, um, um, I'm sure there's a good reason. (laughs) Hang on. It'll, um. But it's like, it's a, it's a good place. Oh yeah, because they'll make up their own minds about things Uh, and uh, probably wouldn't agree with things that are inherently irrational. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's it. And kids, this is, are, kids are generally not stupid. And this is meant to be like a thing after school for like parents that can't get off work early enough to go. Mm-hmm. Pick up. Like it's like going to the YMCA shit like after school or, yeah. you know, thankfully that's lost its Christian like connotations after many years, you know, but it's just something for kids to do after school to keep themselves busy mm-hmm. and in activities until the parents can come and get them, you know. Anyway, it was supposed to happen uh, March 8th, 2023, April 12th, 2023, May 10th, 2023, and then they got shut down. So, But on February 21st, the school board approved the club's use of the space. Someone left the district a voicemail, basically threatening to cause harm if the Satanists were allowed to meet. Mm -hmm. They were worried about this and canceled all after-school activities that Tuesday. They also canceled all classes and activities the following day. Okay. Superintendent Jamie Velasti also contacted police. And that's when things took a weird turn. Yeah. See, now I don't I don't necessarily I don't I I don't necessarily disagree with the the action of Yeah, if there's an actual threat to a school, you know. You know, canceling the the meetings, canceling the school, take the threat seriously because you should take threats seriously. But it's what happened after. Yeah. Like This is where the fucked up thing happened. Take it seriously. You know, this is, this is, this is the, use the police for what the police should be used for, which is saying, hey, someone's making threats. Here's their phone number. Please 
please, please deal with it. Yeah. Uh, except problem. Except call. We, the, call, the call was probably coming from inside the house. So that's. Yeah. And it's also. <laughs> we don't. And it's it's a double edged sword because we don't mm-hmm. have very good domestic terrorist laws in this country. <laughs> somehow. Somehow we we don't. But. I. I kind of am, I'm not really like great and okay with it, except for the mm. fact that it could be used against people like you and yes. I. Yes, it absolutely could. If yeah. we're just talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That introduces chilling effects on the First Amendment, and I just, I'm, I don't know about it does. that, you know. It does. It does. But, but there should be, <laughs> there should be curbs to free speech, and there are. God mm-hmm. damn it. You can't say certain things out there without getting in trouble for them, you know. The Supreme Court has upheld that. <laughs> yeah. Calling a place and saying, you, you better not let this happen or violence will occur. Right. That's affecting things now. That's not just somebody saying things like on the internet, be like, I can't stand those people. Somebody should hit them, you know, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, it's not like it was, it's not like it was in the early nineties where it was the, a practical joke to call the school with a bomb threat. Yeah, we did grow up during a weird time, didn't we? <laughs> We're, like it, once a week, like once a week. And it was just sort of, uh, where did this kid go? Uh, he got suspended. What did he do? He called a bomb threat in. Hit from the payphone in the school. <laughs> like, really? Like nothing. Ha- like when, when did that? Like yesterday. Like, and they just left us all here. <laughs> Yeah. So the the super yeah nobody takes it seriously. The superintendent made a fucked up decision after that, saying the district would review the Satan Clubs. That's not what it's called. Uh, use <laughs> of the facility. Why? Uh-huh. What did the Satanists have to do with any of this? Nothing. They didn't call in the threat. They no. didn't put kids in danger. They only launched the group in res- in response to the Christian club that was already there at this middle school. Right. I think what's what's best is what where the investigation found the the call came from. It doesn't say that in this one. But, oh, it doesn't. But Friday, uh, like two days after they were going to review it, they said that the superintendent had rescinded approval for the club to use the facilities due to violating district policy. Remember, we were talking about that uh-huh. a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, that was some bullshit. As a result of this violation, the educational programming and activities of the district have been slightly significantly impacted and has caused unequivocal disruption to the district's daily operations mm-hmm. our community has experienced chaos our students and staff and teachers have found have had to endure a threat to their safety and welfare the gravity of the feelings of instability anxiety and fear have been profound aside from my decision to a rescind the approval i implore the Saucon valley community to eliminate threatening hateful and divisive language and behavior and make a commitment in supporting our students and reinforcing the values of our community by getting rid of a club that wasn't doing any of that you know it's not like it's a hate group club you know it's not like young kkk right yeah that's the good news club right (laughs) so yeah very very shaky very very shaky reasoning which is why they didn't win (laughs) yeah and that what we talked about at the time was that this causes an unintended consequence the district Mm -hmm. inadvertently created a playbook at the time yeah for christian terrorists to follow anytime there was an atheist club Mm -hmm. or a satanic member club 
right. meeting at a local school. Just yep. call in a threat, mention the non-Christian group as your motivation, and watch the chaos unfold. Mm-hmm. It was a bad precedent they made. Yeah. The school district could easily have said it was working with law enforcement to ensure the safety of all students and the, the extra security would be provided anytime students gathered for a perfectly legal meeting of the after-school Satan Club. Mm-hmm. So banning the temple gave an unearned victory to the person who called into threat, not to mention the Christian group that would benefit from it. Despite saying this for the weeks, the district's position didn't budge, which led to the ACLU suing the school on, at the end of March last uh, this, this past year. The lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania alleges that the SBSD's refusal to grant the ASSC equal access to school facilities gives a quote-unquote heckler's veto. Yep. To those who dislike the group's religious viewpoint, even though the free speech clause of the First Amendment prohibits the government from censoring speech based on the objections and reactions of others. Mm-hmm. So anyway, moving off on all that stuff out there. Um, ultimately, the ACLU said the district appeared to be looking for reason, any reason, to get rid of the club. There was also an interesting smoking gun. The lawsuit noted that the Good News Club never included the disclaimer. This is when they had that disclaimer mm-hmm. that you have they to have did. parental yeah. permission for this whole thing. And yeah. that's why we took them off. That you could, They didn't have a, a clause in here that you know has to have parental permission to yeah. join this club. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so buried deep within the documents, suggesting that the district applied different standards to the Christian club versus the satanic club. Mm-hmm. The lawsuit didn't just point out how several ads for the Christian club, now deleted from social media, lacked the disclaimer. It also said that it was uh, true of non-religious clubs. Mm-hmm. So, and so anyway. That's what the judge did back in March. And with his uh, 37-page ruling, the district court judge, John M. Gallagher, said that the student must permit the AS... I'm sorry, the, the district must permit the ASSC to meet at the location and on the dates upon which the parties contingently agreed during their current school year. However, he added the district didn't have to distribute the group's permission slips to parents. The defense of the First Amendment appeared right in the first paragraph. When confronted with the challenge to free speech, the government's first instinct must be to, to forward expression rather than quash it, particularly when the content is controversial or inconvenient. Nothing less is consistent with the expressed purpose of American government to secure a core innate rights of its people. So, ultimately, he wrote that the district had no right to ban the Satanists from the meeting. So. Yep. And so that's when it uh, it got judged on the one dollar nominal damages, and the mm-hmm. insurance provider is going to cover two hundred thousand dollars. So the Satanic Temple's Lucian Greaves pointed out in this that this controversy wasn't without additional consequences for the people involved. He says, "Of course, money is often no object for underqualified, opportunistic public officials who are too willing to waste public funds in the name of misguided crusades designed." To leverage fear and ignorance into votes. In Saucon Valley, however, four school board incumbents were voted out in favor of challengers who ran a campaign primarily focused on the enormous, pointless waste that they incurred by violating TST's civil liberties. Four of those assholes got rooted out. Good, thank goodness. <laughs> so he also said, perhaps it's time to stop wasting, uh, stop wasteful public crusades that seek to unconditionally, unconstitutionally limit our civil liberties. And to respect the choices of non-Christian parents, too. Good point. <laughs> he generally makes those. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> and 
And there's going to be people that point out, oh, he said this in the past. Man, fucking everybody said bad things in the past. I'm not I'm not Most. saying I'm, a, I'm okay with everything that he says. I'm just saying that you go back 10 years and look at what I, some of the shit I said online. Please don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to give you the screen names to look it up don't. either. So. <laughs> Please. I mean, fine, if you want to. Like, most of it's been on the show, so. You're right. It's in the back catalog. I'm just saying, you know <laughs> what? Maybe we should just give more people the benefit of, like, changing minds. Changing and minds. And growing as people. Occasionally, like, wow, yeah, that was fucked up. I maybe shouldn't have said that. Yeah, Moving at least I on. Didn't, at least I didn't regress. You know? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, <laughs> let people fucking move on sometimes. Yeah, I heard a joke. I listened back to the live stream from like over a year ago. Uh You made a really edgy joke and I I laughed at the time and Felicia was like, man, that was edgy. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I, I don't remember what it was. I do that occasionally. (laughs) Well, when given the chance. (laughs) I've been known to do that occasionally and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to gamble. Gamble with humor. Oh, it was a misogyny joke. That's what oh, it was. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were talking about Vosh. I remember <laughs> what it was now. Oh, good old misogyny. Yeah. Always good for Always a laugh. Always funny. Always good for a laugh. Uh. God damn it. I think that's kind of what we were talking about. Okay, so moving on to the next item that we have about uh, atheism, not specifically with Satan, mm-hmm. Satanism or anything like that, but a uh-huh. uh, West Virginia prison has finally released an inmate that was denied parole for refusing to profess Christianity. West Virginia. What? West Virginia, mind you. I mean, okay, I'm not surprised, but also... This is a lawsuit that was, What the fuck? Yeah, this was a lawsuit filed by American Atheists back in April, I think it was, about a client named Andrew T. Miller, who got a, like, breaking and entering felony on his mm-hmm. record, and he was facing, like, 10 years. I don't give a fuck who he did, what he did. Yeah. Th- that's not the point of this whole thing. So no. don't even try to be like, well, he was trying to break into a, a nursery to steal a baby. You know, it's like... Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. What? I, <laughs> Look, babies are expensive. <laughs> yeah, have fun raising that thing. Like, well, I'm, he's gonna go home and eat it because that's what atheists do, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, nobody can afford babies these days. You gotta, you gotta like they them. they want us to procreate more, right? Like <laughs> the religious right and the, and the Republicans want us to have more kids, right? But they're not making it a conducive country in which people want to have kids well right they're now. not even like like they're they're not even okay with like making making the sexy time okay like that you, you realize that's a precursor mm-hmm. right yep you you want procreation you you need to be okay with people fucking <laughs> you, you gotta be like you, you can't you can't have one without the other Hole in a sheet. That's what they want you to go back to. This isn't fish. I'd we don't, be fine. We don't, just, look, look, we don't just blast over a pile I'm, of eggs, you know? I'm fine with the hole in the sheet. <laughs> as long as the sheet is hung in a doorway. Sexy sheet. Right. <laughs> Unless it has the, the body pillow shit from <laughs> anime stuff. <laughs> it's just a printed oh, sheet. Oh, Mithato, you're so pretty. 
<laughs> a printed sheet with 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 like key placement of the hole, you know, hanging in a doorway. It just <laughs> you don't know who's on the other side. It's mm. it's it's good time. It's the glory hole in the sheet. There you go. There you go. That's what I was <laughs> going for with that. You know, just I didn't want to like ruin the mystery. No. You, I mean, you only ruin the mystery if you look through the hole. <laughs> there's a re- there's no eye holes in the sheet. There's a reason for it. It's, it's like the furry guy that took off his helmet. No, right. Like, don't no! do that. Don't take off. No. Hot looking furry that took their helmet <laughs> off. I'm just like, why? No, no, that doesn't come off. The pants come off, not the head. Yeah. Leave the head on. No, pants stay on. You just unzip them a certain way. Yeah, no, take them off because mm-hmm. it gets in the fur. Not a problem for some of them. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> West Virginia. Andrew Miller, the guy that we're talking the about. The suits here. are expensive to clean. That's what I'm saying. You just got to get one of those fine tooth like knit combs and just. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't know that I was going to find my limit today. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So we'll uh, go back to the story then, instead of me making you feel uh, more and more uncomfortable. <laughs> So the, uh, against the, like it would uh, just squish through the comb. Oh God! God <laughs> damn it! That's why you just flick it. Ah! Uh! <laughs> against the uh, Division of Corrections Rehabilitation, Miller had requested secular accommodations, but the WVDCR wouldn't make them. That refusal had consequences. Found, find out, uh, Miller entered prison in 2021 after being convicted of breaking and entering, and he was serving a sentence of one to 10 years with a projected release date of April 3rd, 2025. Being seen as a good inmate would have a direct impact on how soon he would regain his freedom. And according to the lawsuit, they operated a program called residential substance abuse treatment. RSAT is what they called it. So he broke some bullshit. Yeah, he broke, broke and entered for like probably drugs or alcohol, something like that. Yeah. And the inmates who were placed in that program were required to complete it if they wanted to be granted parole. Otherwise, he has to do his whole fucking term. Not going through the six to 12 month program resulted in a penalty that deemed inmates more of a security threat. So it's like, you have to do this. It's not even like voluntary. It's mandatory. That's messed up. I mean, it's not mandatory. We'll just, we'll treat you like a fucking horrible criminal besides the common criminal that you are. So anyway, that American atheist claimed was a problem because the RSAT handbook was chock full of Christianity. I mean, of course it was. What else? Yeah, all these substance abuse programs that we have in this country, or most of them are geared towards higher power religious bullshit. Mm -hmm. So it included the Lord's Prayer, Serenity Prayer, and the infamous 12 Steps. (sighs) All of which reference a higher power at minimum. See, told you guys. Another part of the handbook told participants for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority. A loving God as he expresses himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Uh, West Virginia, guys. West fucking Virginia. Almost heaven. West Virginia. Yeah. Take me home. (laughs) 
It wasn't just the items in the book. Some of the required homework involved telling the course leader what God means to me and what prayer means to me. So these two questions were homework that these people had to do for this supposed substance abuse training program. Oh, boy. I, I, I hope those questions were answered honestly. <laughs> so soon after Miller was incarcerated, he was told that he'd, he would have to go through the RSAT program. He quickly realized uh-huh. how religious it was, though, and asked for an alternative option. Uh-huh. And he was willing to do everything in the course that didn't involve professing a religious faith that he just didn't have. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote here. On 12th of July, 2021, in a letter to then-commissioner Betsy Jividen, he objected to the religious nature of the RSAT program. As an accommodation, he suggested he could receive substance abuse treatment through PSI Med which and participate in the Cognitive Behavioral Intervention or substance abuse, CBISA, and thinking for a change classes, courses also provided through the RSAT program, without being subjected to the religious elements found in the other parts of this program. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, that was denied. Oh, of course. Of course it was. As were his multiple grievance complaints challenging that denial. <laughs> of course. The people in charge said that he had no choice but to go through the Christian RSAT program. Oh, that was the wrong answer. I hope they got that in writing. (laughs) I hope so. Like, please uh, communicate only through email. Yes. At this point, I do not wish to speak to you. Uh You must communicate through all written. (laughs) I need that in writing. As a result of his pushback, he was denied parole three separate times. Jesus Christ. With the board specifically citing the non-completion of this RSAT program as a significant reason he was not allowed to go free. And that's why the American atheist took up this case. Good. So why uh, didn't they do it sooner? Out in chat, the Abyssian says a family member of mine went through the 12 step program. Thankfully, she didn't get roped into a cult. Yeah. Thank Mm -hmm. goodness, because my mom's in a cult. Right. (laughs) Although I just want to say. Fucking good on this guy for not. (laughs) Not just playing the game. Yeah. Because how easy would that be? And thank goodness we have a, like people like American atheists to be yeah. able to take these cases up and fight them, you know? I mean... Andrew on, Seidel's honestly, doing good things as being president there, unlike somebody else that used to be president. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> how many of us, if we were put in a similar situation, would actually just go, oh, no, fuck this, and fight? Yeah. Or Instead say, of just going, this is say, bullshit, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Fuck this, fine, I can fake it and I'll get out. Yeah. Really? Would you fight it? Or would you fake it? If I had nothing waiting for me at home, I I wouldn't fight it. <laughs> <laughs> I would just fake it to get fucking through and yeah. just, just suck it up later because I don't have any I don't have any scruples. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, yeah. If if the if the point is let me get out as soon as possible as fast as possible. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad this Any guy has necessary. the gumption to stand up for it. You know? Good for him. I don't know that I would. Exactly. I, so I mean, not not that I would like. Oh, I'm gonna. I can't stand up for my own convictions. Right. But also, but when it's it's state power, <laughs> am I willing to leveraged against you as a single person? You know. Am I willing to to stand up for for my 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 personal beliefs and and jeopardize my personal freedom? Mm-hmm. 
for God, how much longer did this extend his his stay? Well, he got put in 2021 and he's now out. So thankfully, this this ended up working in his favor. But after a while, because he obviously could have got out three other times previous, you know. Yeah. If he did the whole program. So Mm -hmm. American Atheist took up the case and said this. Uh, Someone said, Dat Durst says, I'm only willing to stand up for my beliefs as long as I'm not inconvenient. Goddamn right. (laughs) Good first time chat. Thank you. I god damn right. Okay, minor I'll take minor inconvenience. <laughs> You'll like, go that far. Like minor like it's like at the checkout line and someone says happy Jesus miss or something like that and you'd be like, right. "Yep, same back at you." Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, sorry. Like this entrance is god for bless you. this entrance for Christians only. Like anybody <laughs> else has to use the the side end like and go up fuck, and go up three not, stairs. Yeah, that's small, con- small inconvenience. <sighs> that's not worth the fight. That's this fine. one's well I'll lit. I'll just like it. <sighs> fine. <laughs> like somebody tells the kids they have to like actually say the entire pledge during school. Like that's generally the like look. You can refuse and and stand up for that, and you know we will support that. Right. Also, but it's you, not your freedom on the line. Like you can, you you can also just like like no no judgment if you just like say fuck it, fine, yeah, and do it because it's either you just roll with it and you move on, or you stand up. You probably you do what's arguably the right thing and stand yeah. up for it. And you're massively inconvenienced or possibly <laughs> who knows, who knows what repercussions there are, but there are repercussions. I mean, he was getting there his three hots on the cot, you know, he was, he's fine. Yes. Yes. But there were consequences. There were real yeah. world, real, real that shouldn't world have existed. consequences yeah. that shouldn't have existed in the first place. It was an injustice that was done. It's, it's almost like we're trying to live in this <laughs> century where. Yeah. Where none of this is a case anymore. Like you shouldn't have any. It's, it's like we're reaching back to fucking Kellogg days of right. like trying to stop masturbation by causing circumcision. And it's just like, why is this still a thing? It's right. like the twelve step program. We know it's bunk, and it's made. <laughs> we know free, it doesn't work, and it's made to give you a, a another thing to be addicted to. Besides, mm-hmm. it doesn't address the issue of addictive behavior. No. It just gives you something else to be addicted to. Shitty coffee and talking to people, you know? Yeah. I'm not downplaying anybody that's had to live through substance abuse and has had a hard time with it, and that actually works for them. I'm not downplaying that. I'm just saying that there are better ways of doing this. Right. Besides resigning yourself to a higher power. Sure, sure. Do I think you should make amends for shit that you did while you're on drugs? Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Also... Um, Have you watched My Name is Earl? That's a good show for learning how you should turn your life around. Also, uh, the other side of that is, um, you know, maybe accept the fact that sometimes the people don't want you reaching out to make amends. Yeah. Like, Respect that space. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I talk to you? I don't want to talk to you anymore. Cool. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, I've had, I've had, I have had more than a few people. I've had more than a few people that have made a point of getting in touch with me to make amends mm-hmm. 
like I, we haven't talked in like five years. <laughs> like I haven't seen you in like eight years. Why? <laughs> Why do you think you need to? Like I appreciate the apology mm-hmm. for something that I don't I, remember. I let go of. Yeah, way long ago <laughs> because naturally I said fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> And left uh, a situation and just said, fine, it's not worth it. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that don't know they have their own agency <laughs> and they can walk away from hard things like that. They can that, walk you know? away. They can, you know, believe it or not, uh, you don't need somebody to apologize to you to move along. Uh, to move on. Yeah. Uh, also, it's, exactly, it's exactly why I've, like, given up on both my parents. I'm like, I don't, I don't have to have that in my life. I don't need right, to have that, right. you know? Uh, also. Uh, just because you've apologized doesn't mean the person you've apologized to owes you anything. Yeah, and it's not like a not like an apology would make me forgive, you know. <laughs> no, no. Also, you can freely choose to just forgive mm-hmm. uh, without, without an apology. That, yep. So you know what? The whole thing is just kind of bullshit. Maybe if you've done something wrong and you feel bad, apologize. Yeah, I've been I've been wronged by people in the past where like I forgive you. I'm not going to forget it. (laughs) No. Wait, that's not right. I'm like, fuck you. You wronged me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to forget that when it comes to like you needing something in the future. Fuck you. No, I'm not helping you. It's it's also a matter of (sighs) degree and what they did. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So uh, American Atheists took up this case and uh, Jeffrey T. Blackwell, who's the litigation counsel for American Atheists, um, said that West Virginia, like too many states, is forcing Christianity on people incarcerated in their facilities as a condition of release. Attacks like this on the rights of atheists, humanists, and other non-Christian persons who interact with the West Virginia Division of Corrections are ongoing and widespread. For many corrections officials, spreading religious propaganda is more important than respecting people's rights or the Constitution. You don't say. No one should be compelled to sacrifice their moral or religious creed to obtain release from incarceration in West Virginia. Right, just to go. Mountains. (laughs) Shit. Goddamn it. You got me on that one. Uh, We have a chat out there for 100 bits that says, if I may quote James Rolfe, everyone, happy holidays. And if you don't like happy holidays, then happy shut the fuck up. <laughs> happy shut the fuck up, miss. Yeah, I love. I like James Rolfe. Shut the guy. fuck up, miss. I like that. I like that. I like a- that. Angry video game nerd. Uh, fucking put that on a wreath. There you go. Happy shut the fuck up, miss. It's like I also, he's, he's had some sage advice in the past, like uh, the Ghostbusters movie that came out in 2016. He's like, I'm not going to watch it. He's like, I don't have any particular thing against it or anything but i had my ghostbusters movies i had the first two mm-hmm. i don't have a need to go watch this one i just don't care i'm just gonna enjoy my other two that i have or, no political statement about it just uh, it's not for me or watch it you might enjoy it yeah i get that but, I, but also at the same time it's a reviewer <sighs> that realizes at the point where he's not going to he's not going to do the easy thing, which would have been to watch it and make fun of it or something like that. He's or just watch it to, and maybe enjoy but that's it. That's not how he does things, though. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, no, 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 no. That's like uh, I, no, I'm not. Let, I'm not. No, I, I have met nerds in our own chat room and Discord yes. that refuse to watch the new Ghostbusters movie that came out. Which one? The one that came out like uh, last year or two years ago. Afterlife. Yeah. The fuck's wrong with them? Because it goes against what Egon or the guy that played him 
can't remember his fucking name off the top of my head. But it went against like his wishes for the characters to be like done a certain way. Uh, Harold 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 Ramis, Ramis. There you go. Yep. Um. Yeah. Rolf never abused his understudies or enabled sexual assault. So yeah, that's the bare fucking minimum. <laughs> it know. is. But it that's is. to be lauded if you're a YouTube celebrity. That's the thing. Apparently, <laughs> that's the. We're, we've been doing this wrong all this time. Oh, just kidding. We're, we're fine. What so, do you mean we've been doing it wrong? No, I'm just saying, like, it, you don't get big unless you do those kinds of things. That's what I'm trying to say. No, no, that's a dumb joke. Moving on. Dumb joke. Or dox them. We haven't doxed anybody. I've, I've doxed myself a couple of times on the show. You just guys were, didn't catch it. Probably not. Maybe yeah. we should talk about the... Uh, well, it doesn't really count as assault or anything if it's consensual, isn't it? That doesn't work. Okay, never mind. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, we do not Sorry. we do not speak of that on the podcast, Kyle. <laughs> I mean just like helping. It was very sexual and healing. Yeah. Wasn't assault. Helping hands is what we call it. <laughs> uh there's a there's a Tim and Eric song about it. They wrote it specifically about <laughs> our moment together. <laughs> Guys, we're fucking with you. <laughs> or are we? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> so anyway, it says, uh, no one should be compelled to sacrifice their moral or religious creed to obtain release from incarceration in West Virginia. Mountain State Justice is proud to work with American atheists to stand up for Mr. Miller's right to follow his conscience and secular humanist beliefs, said Leslie Nash, Mountain State Justice Attorney. This wasn't a complicated request on Miller's, and he was arguing against going through a substance abuse treatment program he just didn't want someone else's religion shoved in his face in the process just as a christian inmate shouldn't have to adopt islam in order to get out of prison sooner an atheist inmate shouldn't have to pretend to be christian for the parole board to deem him worthy of freedom and this says here the end quotes the irony was that if he just lied about his beliefs there's a chance he could have gotten out of sooner it was the people running the prison who insisted that he misled everyone in order to con- convince them of his goodness fucked up man what that no okay he tried to fix this many times on his own got nowhere the lawsuit being a last resort uh, specifically said that the west virginia department of corrections blah 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 res- violated the religious land use and institutionalized persons act i've yeah. heard of that one before. yeah Uh, which prohibits the government from imposing substantial burden on an inmate's exercise of his or her sincerely sincerely held beliefs unless the burdening act is the least restrictive means of achieving a compelling government interest. Ooh. In response, the the group that was trying to push Christianity said that all those controversial elements of the program were merely spiritual in nature. Oh, yeah. Not religious and certainly not uh, Christian. It's not, it's not, it's not Christian. It's spiritual. I am spiritual, guys. It's plain. Not, yeah, that, uh. Not really Jesus. It's just kind it's of Jesus. It's plain. Spirits. It's plain. Spiritual guys. <laughs> Smart chat said, honestly, I can't tell if you're <laughs> fucking with us sometimes. You guys are just that good at it. <laughs> Acting. 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 That's why I was able to go in front of that crowd and <laughs> deliver whatever thing I needed to talk about. I didn't care one fucking lick about what was on that slide, but it's, I sure made people think like I cared. It's it's almost it, it's almost it's almost like we've it's almost like we have like a lifelong experience of like <laughs> 
bullshitting people, <laughs> lying, lying <laughs> about everything. It's like my my youngest kid is the, is the most talented liar I've ever met in my life because oh. I honestly don't know if she's ever telling me the truth about something. And I'm like, thank God you're in theater. I I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's something I should be proud of, <laughs> but my kids, both of my kids are terrible. Mm. Just absolute terrible. The worst liars because I'm just, I'm, I'm assuming that's because they've never really had to mm. learn to be good. Yeah. at lying. Or if just, they're just really bad at it. <laughs> I don't know. So a judge um offered a preliminary injunction against this whole thing saying that the Department of Corrections had to remove the RSAT program mm-hmm. from Miller's individual reentry program plan and to see it that see to it that participation in the RSAT program is not considered as a factor in his eligibility for parole. It was a powerful ruling in favor of Miller and the atheists. Uh, the judge said that plenty of other states with similar programs have faced lawsuits and the courts have unanimously agreed on it. Mm-hmm. Agreed that the religious content of those programs violated the Constitution. Yeah. The program, this one program, he said, was no less religious or coercive than the ones that had already been struck down. The preliminary injunction meant that this case were to proceed through the courts, Miller would probably win. And if action wasn't taken immediately, he would be likely to suffer irreparable harm, which also means money (laughs) yeah west virginia you don't exactly have a lot of that to spread around man (laughs) uh yeah no throughout the ruling there were blunt statements by the uh the judge slamming the prison for forcing him to go through this program the factual allegations contained in the complaint if true show that the state of west virginia has coerced plaintiff into religious exercise next one in sum, the evidence before the court wholly supports Mr. Miller's allegations that the defendants have substantially burdened his protected religious exercise. Those su- substantially burdened and wholly supports are like <laughs> about as fucking bullet point as you can get for like fuck mm-hmm. you and lawyer speak, man. Yeah. Here's another one. Having found that the state's objective does not justify the challenged program. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's, that's hard words for a judge. I conclude yeah. that the plaintiff is likely to succeed. Another likely to thing is mm-hmm. yeah, on his merits of his RLUIPA claim. Because Mr. Miller has shown unreasonable encroachment on his First Amendment rights, I find him, again, likely to succeed <laughs> on the merits of his free exercise claim. Yeah. So, and also because Mr. Miller has shown a likelihood of constitutional violations, he has shown irreparable harm. You better change your shit real quick, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially essentially what, what that is right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple of options suggested by Miller's lawyers. He could compete mm-hmm. a secular treatment program, which is what he always offered to do. Uh-huh. Or the parole board could just ignore the RSAT program when considering p- possible release. Sure. Which I also think that they could that is in the future. a totally viable thing. Yeah, they're they're not going to see that checkbox and think, <laughs> think differently of people that didn't go through it. Yeah. You know, Goodwin explained that even if Miller began a secular treatment program when he issued his ruling, he wouldn't have enough time to complete it before his next date in front of the parole board. Mm-hmm. And there was a good chance that he would already be free if not for the RSAP program, mm-hmm. which is another thing. If you had a judge say that in documentation, it's like, 
huh, you detained me longer than you had to because mm-hmm. of this whole thing. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The good news now is that the earlier preliminary ruling seems to be the last word on the matter. American Atheists just announced that Miller is now a free man, which means that the faith, faith-based policy isn't being used to keep him incarcerated. I worry about the other ones that come right, in the system. Right, so. worry about everybody else. Yeah. Furthermore, the... Uh, the W West Virginia Department of Corrections is changing its policies so that no one has to go through the same ordeal ever again. That includes the secular smart program, uh, smart recovery uh, inside out program as an acceptable substitute for our set. <laughs> That's that, or, or you could read that as we don't want to get sued again. Yeah, we we're going to offer a secular choice for this finally, mm-hmm. because this guy pointed out to us that how wrong we were <laughs> and the judge nearly pushed our asses in for. Uh-huh. We have no choice but to comply. Yeah. So he was officially released under West Virginia's nonviolent offender parole program in October. In addition, the Department of Corrections removed its requirement for that. And uh, the Division of Corrections and Rehabilitation also agreed to pay for the $80,000 in legal fees to the American Atheists and Mountain State Justice. So. So thank goodness he got out, you know. (laughs) Fucking justice system is expensive. Yeah, it is. Holy shit. Yeah, I can't wait to see how much mine's going to cost. Yo, yeah. A lot. (laughs) Yeah. They're not going to a full trial or anything like that, so. No, no, of course not, because arbitration. (sighs) That'll be January, February time. You guys will hear more of me from me when that comes up. Oh, so much drinking. There's going to be so much drinking. <laughs> so the uh, the last one that we have here, um, I'm going to be quick about it because we, we're running out of time fastly on this program. Uh, Robert P. Jones, who's a CEO and founder of the Public Religion Research Institute and the author, most recently, of The Hidden Roots of White Supremacy and the Path to a Shared American Future, uh, wrote this article that's been published in multiple newspapers. I got this one from the Salt Lake Trib. Mm-hmm. Talking about how with Donald Trump talking about vermin, it uh-huh. crosses fully into Nazi territory. I mean, big like, I mean they're like like direct quotes. <laughs> like he's quoting Mussolini and Hitler. I mean, yep. The, the, so if you if you if you've been living under a fucking rock, <laughs> here's what former President Donald Trump has said in the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. He said, "Root out the vermin." This past weekend. While he was in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. where he delivered a nearly two-hour rambling tirade on Veterans Day, rambling tirade is is is, is him a very, in a personification. You like know? that is a very charitable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a very charitable way to to describe it. And he says here, like that should have sent a chill up the spine of every student his, student of history when he was said that whole thing. Yeah. That it did. A lot of yeah. us did. <laughs> Just went, holy shit, he said that word? Uh, he also said, we pledge to you that we will root out the communists, Marxists, fascists, and the radical left thugs that live like vermin within the confines of our country. Guys, that's... You don't get more clearly like that's what Hitler did and said. Except when, for the whole fascist thing, because... Yeah, yeah, because well, <laughs> well, one, it was still a pretty new concept. It was a very them. new concept, and you know, it was also like, a, no, that's us. Yeah, Bissing <laughs> says throws up in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so he also said something about poisoning the blood of our country. I have the whole quote Ooh. here. So 
Yeah, we uh, don't we don't need to read the whole quote. That's, that's it's fine. a very like, sad thing uh, for like our it really country. Doesn't need to be uh, repeated anywhere. And he talked about threats from within, uh, the God threat from outsider it. forces is far less like, sinister, it, dangerous, it, and grave than the threat it, from within. Our threat was with from within. Why? Just why? 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 War. So the article continues, and I've I've, I've only highlighted certain parts. Like of the it. only reason, the only reason he's not directly quoting Hitler and Mussolini is because he can't. Because he can't because keep he, to a script he, for one thing. He, <laughs> he couldn't. Like even if you printed it out and put it in front of him and said, "Read this verbatim," he couldn't. Because he can't read. Because I love watching him reading. Because he, he used, can't to, he used read. to give shit about teleprompters all the time about Obama. Use the teleprompter, teleprompter, blah, blah, blah. But also, like, I've watched him look at the teleprompter and, like, do that one drunk eye thing that you have to do sometimes to be able to read he, properly. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he can read. Probably not. I uh, I do not think. I don't think he can. Yeah, read. he's he's a giant enough of a fucking idiot to begin with because he admitted to signing the papers for the fucking lawsuit that he's in for. Actually, he's already lost that lawsuit in New yeah. York. It's just about how much. Right. Shit this he's is in. just. This is just. This is, is the damages portion of it, which makes it all the more bizarre that they are trying so hard to lie <laughs> at this stage. And it's a. It's not the same thing that happened to Alex Jones because that's he went. He got defaulted because. He didn't actually do the stuff in the court the way you were supposed to and didn't mm-hmm. provide evidence the way that he was supposed to. Oh, yeah. Trump just forgot to sign a fucking thing on the on the court filing that said, I want a trial jury or a, a jury by oh, trial. No, that, that was just his, uh, that was attorney. That, oh, yeah. That was, his attorney fucked attorney. up on that one. Yeah. Right. Or did she or did she decide that they had a better chance with a judge than. <laughs> I don't not know. in Letitia James's district. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, like maybe we have a better chance of winning over one person than than a whole bunch. Uh, no, not fucking no. likely anymore. So what we're hearing from Trump over the past few weeks are not Nazi like statements, but outright Nazi statements, <laughs> actual Nazi <laughs> statements. Yeah. And this guy says, lest you think I'm exaggerating. Here are just a few selections from Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf, which are sobering similar to Trump's most recent rhetoric. And you could you could look it up on Project oh, Gutenberg. And I'm not yeah. going to read from Mein Kampf because it's basically the exact <laughs> please, same words. Please you know? don't. Use the same, yeah. So he, uh, he continues in his article about like, um, here's George Orwell's warning. And George Orwell <laughs> fought the fascists back then. So, And here's what he said. Ever since Hitler came to power till then, like nearly everyone, I had been deceived into thinking that he did not really matter. <laughs> I have reflected that I would certainly kill him if I can get in within reach of him. <laughs> I'm not unconvinced of that. Not, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to do that. I'm just saying that, like, I get the sentiment here, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that I could feel no personal animosity, said George Orwell. Mm. The fact is that there's something deeply appealing about him. One feels it again when one sees his photographs. I'm going to disagree with you on this one, you know. Mm -mm. And I personally, I recommend personal, uh, recommend especially the photograph at the beginning of the Hearst and Blackett's edition, which shows Hitler in his early brown shirt days. It is a pathetic, dog-like face of a man suffering under intolerable wrongs. 
In a rather more manly way, it reproduces the expression of innumerable pictures of Christ crucified, and there is little doubt that that's how Hitler saw himself. One feels, as with Napoleon, that he is fighting against destiny, that he can't win, and yet he somehow deserves to. This is what he wrote this in 1940 before a lot of the uh-huh. the real bad shit came out. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The, the attraction yeah. of such a pose is, of course, enormous. Half of the films that one sees turn upon such a theme, whereas socialism, even and even capitalism, in a more grudging way, have to, have said to people, "I offer you a good time." Hitler has said to them, I offer you struggle, danger, and death. And a result, a whole nation flings itself at his feet. Perhaps later they will get sick of it and change their minds as at the end of the last war. After a few years of slaughter and starvation, greatest happiness of the greatest number is a good slogan. But at this moment, better an end with horror than to horror without end is a winner. And now that we are fighting against the man who coined it, we ought not to underrate its emotional appeal. Mm. It's like, be careful of these. Yeah, Orwell mm. did just compare Mustache Man to Jesus. Mm. Yeah. His face, at least, not mm. what he's doing. So, mm. the only other subsection I wanted to get to is that the Christian connection between Trump and, and Hitler and stuff <sighs> in this one. So, it's important to understand the religious dimensions of Trump's rhetoric. As I've documented ex- uh, executive... Uh, Extensively, Trump has regularly appealed to white Christian audiences by promising to protect and restore the power of Christian churches. We've seen this happen, and it's primarily with that Seven Mountains uh, Christianity shit where they're trying to... It's the same thing Mike Johnson right. belongs to. Yeah. Oh, Those God. guys' churches. It's, yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Headed up by guys mm-hmm. that we've talked about on the show in the past. Dutch so, Sheets and yeah, yeah. Andrew Womack mm-hmm. and all those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, let's not forget that Jesus was It's not like we were right. It's not like we were right all this time. But where this is going and who so, these people are. In the, in the fight uh, during the New Hampshire thing, Trump vowed to reinstate a Muslim travel ban and of halt course. all refugee resettlement to the U.S. And then he said, I will implement strong ideological screening of all immigrants. If you hate America, if you want to abolish Israel... If you don't like our religion, which a lot of them don't, if you sympathize with the jihadists, then we don't want you in our country and you are not getting in, right? So much for diversity of thought, you know. If you've never read Homage to Catalonia, it's one of his best books. I actually need to pick that up because I've read a couple of his other books and I like his style. So, Uh, At his rallies, Trump is a favorite closing incantation of one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. Well, do you want Hitler's thing was Ein Volk, Ein Reich, Ein Führer. One people, one realm, one leader. So he is fucking cribbing Hitler's rise to power. (laughs) At least as best he possibly can because he. Because he's got no other way of fucking. He's not even trying to reach out to like other people anymore. He's just going like full on like. Well, they all want to kill you, so let's go murder people in my name, you know. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Among the people who believe the big lie that the 2020 election was stolen from Trump, support for political violence rises to nearly half. 46% among those who affirm the so-called Great Replacement Theory Ah! (laughs) that immigrants are invading the country and replacing real Americans. Ah! 
And among those who understand America to be a divinely ordained promised land for white Christians, support for political violence raises to four in ten. So, yeah, these guys are. <laughs> it's a bad time. So <laughs> I'm done reading this one. We'll we'll get done with this one. So uh, that about does it. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, you got any more of that good stuff? So let's get to homework. <laughs> There's no hope, guys. I don't have any hope for the future. <laughs> that that's your choice of go watch the go watch the gay pirate show and be happy. So what I'm just I just want to remind folks out there that for people that are like. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like what he does. I don't like this. And it's like, <laughs> at least he's not. <laughs> it's it's Biden who does stupid shit and is an old guy that's out of touch with most of the American people, or that. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no fucking uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. There's no Nikki Haley. There's, I mean, things could change in the year that we've got. We've got a year. We've got a year. <laughs> but that's your choices right now. <laughs> bumbling old guy versus bumbling old guy that wants you fucking I... jettisoned from the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's either a racist who condones a genocide or a literal Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, gay pirate show. Okay. Go watch the gay pirate show. Gay pirate show. It's the, it makes you happy. I'm gonna think I'm gonna go watch it again. Yep. <laughs> so I've been uh, I've been watching Invincible that's back for a second season on Amazon. And God, it's such uh, a good show. Uh, I've seen the first two, but oh, the third one, third one's great. It just came out. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I watched it on the plane. <laughs> it was good because it, it it takes a pause for a minute mm-hmm. from the. You've read the comics before, haven't you? Or some, uh, not all of them, I'm I've, sure. I've, but I've read the first few, but I, yeah, I need to. I need to pick up. You, you just, just you get a you them. get a lot more of Alan. Oh yeah, the alien. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always happy for side stories and, and mm-hmm. comic properties that you have out there. Uh, let's see, that's good. I finished Loki. I don't know if you watched it. Oh yeah, yeah. The the yeah. very ending when like he uh. was uh, fuck it, guys. Spoilers. I'm not gonna be. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a TV show. Go watch it. It's still good even if you know this. When he starts and he makes and I'm like, wow, fucking good job, guys. You he did the thing. He did the thing. He, <laughs> he made the thing. He made like a, he's going to ring the there, man. Good he job. Did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a good show, though. And I especially like that you had I forget his actor's name all the time, but he played short round. He played Ouroboros in this, oh. and he was fucking fantastic. Oh I'm, I'm... Quihei Quan... Uh, I can't remember his name. Somebody will tell me in chat here in a second. Ah, uh, what the fuck is his name? First name. Not Kim. No, no. <laughs> Not Kim. 
no, he was he was good. He was very good in that show. And yeah, I still like Jonathan Majors playing he who remains and a king, you know? Yeah. Because you got to get like another yeah. Uh, K. Yeah, Kwan, key, yeah. Key I was really close with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care, Hex. I'm a true progressive. I'm still voting Jill Stein's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, my He's God. He's leaving the room, oh. guys. He's done. <laughs> so, yeah. Loki's a good show. I, I quite enjoyed it. And um, I think that's about all I got. So, guys. We're going to uh, get the fuck out of here for this episode. It's been long enough. It's been about an hour and a half, and uh, I'm tired of reading. So we're going to shuffle off and go do our uh, uh, secret show that we do for the patrons out there. Uh, I forgot to get a topic for it. So it's going to be basically us just chatting about stuff. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the episode this week. Uh, That means episode number 432 is officially in the can. And I want to tell everybody out there and remember, everyone. You're welcome. And I half expected him to come back into the room and say, get fucked. But he's, he's going pee-pee right now. So, guys, we will talk to you next week. Enjoy. And uh, see ya.